0: Does the day you were born impact whether you're a great leader? Can astrology unlock the pathway to leadership success? Hi, I'm Josephine Corcoran, holistic career coach and astrologer, and my podcast, Astrology for Leaders, aligning your career to your purpose, is where we'll find out. I've been an executive coach for over 20 years, facilitating and training leaders to achieve professional and personal goals and practising astrology for the last 15 years. I also appreciate the profound impact of connecting leaders to their unique astrological blueprint to give them access to their leadership abilities around governing, strategy, communication, relating, driving and empathy. Over the coming weeks, I'll be interviewing leaders using their birth chart as a lens to explore how they've harnessed their strengths, overcome challenges and found meaning in their work. My desire in sharing these accomplished leaders stories is to demonstrate the extraordinary benefit of understanding your unique astrological blueprint to enable you to work in a way that is equally impactful and fulfilling and to learn a few interesting facts along the way. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Astrology for Leaders. Today, I'm interviewing Donna Worthington, who is the partner at Minter Ellison Consulting. In her role, Donna leads the risk and regulatory practice at Minter Ellison, advising clients on effective risk governance practices and how to navigate complex regulatory matters, a critical friend at a time of need. Donna has built a unique business in the Australian legal industry three years ago when she joined the firm, offering adjacent services alongside traditional legal practices. The practice draws upon a multidisciplinary set of skills and experiences to reimagine how law services are delivered. Donna has drawn upon her experience working in the financial services and professional services sector. As well as being a partner at Minter Ellison, Donna is on the board of People Stories, which is a not-for-profit with a vision of advancing education with people, families and communities in need. She is also on the board of directors for the Australian Theatre for Young People, but most importantly, she is married and is the mother of her three beautiful children, Georgia, Sam and Oscar. Donna, hello and welcome. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm so, um, I feel very privileged to be talking to
0: you. Oh, wonderful. So Donna, you have such an impressive background with extensive experiences in the financial services sector and then blending that with your technical experience as well um, in the risk and regulatory area and then also working in the, the consulting domain. And I really feel like that both within organisations and as with your clients, leadership's clearly a critical part of your role. So given your experience in the leadership space, I'd love to hear your perspective on the role of leadership and why you believe it is so important for everybody to be stepping into their leadership qualities today. It's
1: a really good question, um, Josephine, and I think that my ideas and thoughts about you know, the purpose of leaders and the role leaders play has really changed over the, over the years. And it kind of stemmed, I guess, from, you know, being more junior in terms of looking up and, and aspiring to be that. But what I've recognised now is that leadership comes in all sizes and shapes within organisations and communities um, and other forums. And that's what's so powerful about it is actually understanding, you know, um, the ability for anyone To step into their leadership role, uh, and and how you know you can use any platform that you have to create and influence the environment around you. It Mm. is um, it's beyond a title. It's beyond a title. It's about using you know what's within you to create benefit and good. I think for for others, which is why it's um. Mm. So that's kind of been interesting. It's it's my ideas about leadership really evolved as I've observed great leadership and also in particular where people have failed to step up but have had the platform.
0: Mm, mm. So there's a strong part of you that recognizes that everybody has the opportunity to step up and to be a leader in their own right and and engaging what's innate within them and leveraging that.
1: Absolutely I think it's you know as I mentioned I think it's beyond titles now Mm. there's so much more that's powerful about you know your influence to to take on a leadership role in any capacity that you have Um, and and it's about you know those influencing skills and the ability to take people on a journey with you Mm. Uh, and and you don't need a title to do that
0: you Mm. really don't And I'm looking forward to talking a little bit about your key signatures in your birth chart. But before we do that, I'd love for you to share with the listeners, have you always believed in the stars or has exploring your birth chart with me over time somehow changed that for you? And if so, how?
1: So I'll admit I haven't always believed in the stars. I've always been probably quite a spiritual person, um, but I didn't understand the potential uh, of until I actually did a um, a course with you where we were you know I guess you took me through a guided program around purpose and that was quite a few years ago but it was it was a really defining moment for me in my life um, it was a defining moment because it was the right time and I really needed that I needed to I kind of call it a deconstruction I needed to kind of deconstruct my ideas about who I who I Am and what purpose I serve and my strengths etc and then I was able to kind of reconstruct with a clearer sense around purpose um, but what was most powerful about that whole program was that you know obviously you integrated the astrology components into it now I've done a lot of leadership programs I've done so many different kind of training and courses and um, but actually I, I just was blown away with how insightful the work was and how much it really enabled me to cut through and understand more about myself in a way that I hadn't experienced before. Mm. So that was, that was my first true exposure. And it was, um, I think because I didn't have an expectation as well, it really, really blew me away <laughs> with how powerful it was. And, you know, to be honest, um, Josephine, I've used that foundational work for so much more over the last, you know, probably four years, actually, I think since I did it with you, um, in terms of decision making and framing up, you know, my individual purpose and just and just kind of tying everything back. So yeah, so it's it's I found it really powerful. Amazing.
0: So now. <laughs> oh, thank you for sharing that. Yes, and the fact that you're still using the work as a as a lens to look through to support you with your decision making just goes to show the potential power of really truly understanding ourselves and what our, our potential is in the world. So why don't we have a look and jump in um, at, into your chart and look at some of the key leadership signatures that are that are going on that you've engaged in your career. And for those of you who are listening and that know a little bit about astrology, and even those of you who don't but know what the zodiac sign's all about, Donna has a line up, a stellar lineup. It's actually called a stellium in astrology of planets in the uh, mutable fire sign called Sagittarius, and Sagittarius is an energy is very much about going out into the world and having adventures and having experiences and learning from wise elders or or people with lots of knowledge. And so the essence of Sagittarius strongly is connected to having experiences where you can grow and shape your beliefs and then in turn inspire others to come around and to learn about different ways of thinking. Can often be connected to to the concept of the armchair philosopher or the adventurer who seeks to go to a country they've never been and just learn about different cultures and then integrate what's going on there into their own world and help form their understanding of why life even exists. So it's quite philosophical, but very inspirational. And so Donna's got, The sun, which is your archetypal energy for what inspires you and how you like to inspire others and lead. Mars, which is your intrinsic motivator. It's how you're driven, what sorts of things you're drawn to do innately. Mercury, which is how you speak about things, what you like to talk about, the nature of how you engage with others. And the moon, which is representative of what you need around you in order to be able to really exude all of your strengths and passions. So all of those planets and as also Neptune which is your ability to imagine and be quite spiritual at the same time all of those planets are in the in the sign of Sagittarius in the first house so the first house is also about your your kind of skills that you put out there into the world when people first meet you a little bit to do with how they experience you can you share with the listeners how you relate to the essence of Sagittarius and, and how that you see that that's informed your leadership and the way in which you lead your team members and your clients on the journeys that you go on on a regular basis? That's a big one, Josephine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so from an essence point of view, I guess, I guess the first thing is Knowing, um, the first thing has been, I guess, rec- acknowledging that there is a journey towards this. Like there's a journey, particularly, you know, after the work that we did together. But there's a journey around stepping into that and, and understanding what's the potential. Like what is my role within that and how do I draw upon those, um, you know, that essence to do what I need to do. Now, I've probably always done that, but it, it isn't until I've had certain or it hasn't been until I've had certain roles that um, I'm a lot more conscious about how that's used and when I use different types of skills. You now, one of the things I guess I struggle with, or particularly um, early in my career, was because, I, because of that visionary aspect, mm-hmm. um, it is often really hard to, to communicate to people when you're thinking, you know, 10, 20 years down the road and I can see quite a clear path, whereas actually, you know, a lot of people don't, want to see there un- and are unable to do that. So a lot of the transformation and change work that I do with organisations and with my team has to be quite staged. So I've had to be very, very disciplined around how I channel, um, you know, the, the, that energy and that um, that, that, that essence.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: But also, you know, and I kind of think about it as dialing up and dialing down. There are times where you need to dial up and there are times when you need to dial it down. And, and that's been through <laughs> age, learning when is the right time and, you know, through making lots of mistakes. But I think what I've learned now is that um, there is, it's a huge asset for me. It's, a, it's been a huge asset for me to, to do the work that I do. Um, To be in an organisation that's going through uh, a significant change and and ultimately to hopefully role model what this is like, um, what this can be like for people. I think that, you know, the power of what I do and my role in life should be about role modelling. It should be about, you know, know, people being able to look at me and say, look, I want to, you know, she did it. So how can I do it? You know, mm. um, and so that's kind of I, I do feel that that's my obligation is to make sure that I'm providing, you know, a, to be a role model so that other people, my children, and you know, mm. other people of probably less, you know, from a less of div- uh, least diverse backgrounds, can actually want to aspire to achieve anything um, they want to.
0: Mm. So yeah, mm. so
1: it's, it with it comes, I guess, an an obligation to use it wisely, and I'm not saying that. Um, I don't want to say that I've got all of the answers, but I, I still feel that that is a platform to be used wisely,
0: um, you know, for those purposes. Certainly the concept, though, of um, take the, the essence of being somebody who really inspires that strong fire energy that helps people see another perspective, that helps open people's minds up to new ways of doing things is certainly very strong in your nature. And... and one, yeah, and yeah. I, I,
1: if I can just say, to me, that translates to the purpose, my purpose, which, you know, I, I've defined as, or for me, it's within, it's in terms of providing a voice for the voiceless. Mm. And, um, you know, that's, for me, that translates to people in our community and society who are not represented at the table. Uh, and you know how do I ensure that their voice is at the table and, and be open to to channeling that as much as I can so that 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 you know that's a big part of what I try to do is bring in a, a voice of um, you know whether it be multicultural or, or rural or um, you know just less advantaged disadvantaged communities yeah. so um yeah. so that's that's you know that's a, a lot about what I do and and, and interestingly enough it I mean um, my work enables that like it actually you know we, you know I, I work and I often operate with a lot of privilege um, and with clients who also are, you know quite privileged existence so it is really nice to bring some diversity into the table and to decision making
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: and, and how things should be approached or could be approached differently.
0: It it is interesting because in terms of the lineup of planets, they've got a strong connection to Pluto, which is your personal power and your ability to transform, which sits in Libra, which is all about equality and fairness. And so there's this big part of you that's also about giving a voice because um, Libra is about the communication but it's, it's there's this part of you that's like everybody deserves to have been heard. Everybody deserves to have equal opportunity as best possible. And then that's also connected into Saturn, which is your ability to be very strategic, to be very responsible responsible and also to be very trustworthy so we can come in your chart you've got this combination of being very trusted and able to inspire others to to hear about um the importance and the op- the importance of providing opportunities from people from all kinds of backgrounds, and in a lot of cases, because Pluto is in the twelfth house, that's also a signature where well, it's a part of the chart that's a bit hidden. So maybe telling the stories that, like you were saying, otherwise wouldn't be heard because they're they're sort of sitting in the background. There's some strong connection there in your chart. It, it,
1: it's uh, like it's something which I mean I know we've had this conversation before, but it is something where that realization, which I think you know, maybe when I was forty, I had the aha moment that everything that I had once been embarrassed about in my upbringing, um, whether it be you know, you know, being a my skin color or being, you know, my gender or being from a poor family and a public school or from Central Queensland, like all of these things, um, it suddenly dawned on me that it just gave me a different perspective and actually that was that was something that was going to be my strength Mm -hmm. and um in the moment that that I had that aha moment I thought actually gosh the power of storytelling of you know people that are all in my network and and all in my community um you know is is where I get so much strength so it's so true in terms of that saying about you you know standing on the shoulders of giants like I had that visual of actually I'm I really am being held up by this incredible, you know, visual of all of these communities and people and my ancestors. Um, I have to do something with that. And I do, and I try to, you know, connect to that through the work that I do and the community work that I do and through, you know, my family. But it's a really, it's a source of great strength for me because it's not about me. It's about My being my ability to help and serve others.
0: So, Um, can you share with the audience, the listeners, a little bit about some of the work that you do to give a voice to the voiceless?
1: Yeah. So it's uh, so interestingly enough, I uh, fell into doing remediation work, customer remediation work. Uh, That's one aspect of what I do, but um, and it and it's very very complicated. But what I the purpose piece in that for me is um you know i I work with our clients to rectify you know issues that they've caused so where they have you know either done harm um to their consumers Uh you know really working to put in place a program that is equitable and you know fair um and you know we we accelerated to be able to make sure that we're returning and addressing those issues the the, the, um, remediating those issues so that's that's of one example, but mm. you know what that means is, I've, in those circumstances, for me, I'm very much bringing a consumer advocate lens. You know, yes, my client is, you know, the corporate, mm. um, but my role in that in that circumstance um, is to activate and enable. But at the end of the day, is absolutely about advocating for the consumer to make sure that they've been treated fairly, the experience. Um, you know, that they go through, um, that they have, a you know, a good experience despite what's occurred. So that's kind of one example. Um, mm. And, you know, I think it's it's a good example. And I, I feel a lot of connection to purpose through that work.
0: Mm. Mm. Amazing. Fantastic. The other, there's another key part of your chart that I just wanted to, t- to touch on as well, which is Your ascendant or your rising sign, which is a lot to do with skills that you bring to the table on a daily basis, but also how people experience you when they first meet you, the kind of first impression that you create. And your rising sign is in the fixed water sign of Scorpio. And Scorpio has got a certain intensity to it. And it's got a desire, it's got a strong connection to the essence of transformation. And often with when one is involved with transformation, almost a crisis needs to take place for the transformation to eventually, you know, unfold, almost that breakdown in order for the slow rebuild to occur. So can you talk to us a little bit about your the part of you that is potentially drawn to not necessarily crises, but drawn to doing work that involves significant transformation and, and how and if you could give us an example of how you have done that work use that skill would be great yeah so um,
1: and this is another I think this is another scenario that I've learned over time where I operate best and actually I I the, the aha moment in that instance was when an, you know when I asked when an executive told me you know when I have that problem you know you were the top of my list to think about who do I need to be able to go in and solve for that? And that was when I realised actually, uh, you know, I'm seen in that light as a troubleshooter. Mm. Um, and so I think w- what is it about that? I, I think in many instances, you know, my ability to have that strategic lens is to first go in, connect with people at a really humanistic level. But then, you know, I think one of the things that hopefully one of my strengths is being able to very quickly understand what is the roadmap or journey to get out through this situation. Um, And then, and then Mm -hmm. taking that down to very tactical level as to, you know, who needs to do what, what is the plan and how do we take others on the journey? Um, So, so I feel like from a, from a, you know, lands, you know, monitoring the landscape, but um, navigating potential issues. And that's, probably why I'm in risk management, being able to kind of use that expertise to kind of foresee and mitigate potential risk um, Mm. down the line Mm. has really kind of come into play. But then I think the other thing with that, Joe is, um, you know, people need to feel confident and they need to trust that you've got carriage of this, not Mm. only, you know, from a senior point of view, but also from the team's point of view, as you're taking us through this, Will you walk with me? Walk with me and take me through that. And and so that requires, you know, um, an element of, I mean, obviously leadership and ability to, for people to understand where is it that you're taking me? And what is my role in this? Um, And, you know, more, you know, I see so many examples of where um, there is a disconnect in that. There may be a problem um, but people, you know, people very rarely kind of can take people on that journey well and they're activated to deliver something. And if it's very, very complex, um, which a lot of these situations are, and there's a lot of emotion, um, there's a lot of risk and personal risk for people now uh, around, you know, their own individual accountability and potential regulatory consequences, that's scary. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a really scary circumstances. So they, you know, it's even more why they want to trust you to do the right thing by them Mm. so so that's uh, that's kind of how it all weaves together um but it does mean i like that complexity i think i operate best with um, in those kind of complex environments where there is a big humanistic component to it um and there is you know change required because you know that's i'm able to take people on that journey um so
0: yeah so that's yes that's (laughs) That's a really great answer because the other (laughs) little sneaky part of the chart that I'm looking at at the same time is Venus which which represents in your chart how you relate with others your your sort of um one-to-one relationships and Venus is also about um our self-worth and how much we trust our skills to be able to Um, Take them out into the world in a lot of ways. And in your case, Venus is in Capricorn. And Capricorn is an earth sign, very much probably one of the most ambitious signs in the zodiac, but very practical, very much about what's the end game, what's the steps we need to take to get to the end game, which is what you were just describing. You know, who's going to hold my hand? I need somebody that I can trust that's got this for me. Even if I don't understand exactly how this is going to go, I know that I've got. You know Donna on my side. And so this this part of you, Donna, is connecting into that um your ascendant, which is that part of you that's connected to transformation. So it's like you can bring together these very practical, pragmatic, strategic, let's look at where we want to get to and what are the milestones to get there. And We'll do this together and I'll take you on this transformational journey. And so it also brings to, it can bring, and in your case, it has that strong connection to um, a strong understanding, if you like, of business and working with money and working with finances and joint finances, which is essentially what, what your career has largely revolved around from a technical perspective.
1: Well. I I Look, I, I never um, would have envisaged that I ended up in this role or working in business. Um, so it is quite unusual because, you know, it, there certainly isn't anyone in my family who, who does anything like this. But it's, uh, it's something that, you know, at the end of the day, I guess for me, it, it is very, there is a big humanistic element to what I do. It is all about that, whether it be my team, um, the people I partner with internally, or my clients. Uh, so, you know, I guess I, I feel like for me fundamentally um, my role is there to support them as human beings mm. <laughs> and to work with them as human beings. Uh, and then and then the benefit comes from that in terms of the benefits that are going to come for the organisation and their customers and everything else. So, so yeah, so a, a lot of what I do is around that and I have explored different types of um, skills and careers like, <clears throat> you know, understanding more about executive coaching and doing that and and even understanding more about natural medicine and, and studying that, which was really interesting. And people say, well, that's so random. I thought, well, actually, you know, it's about understanding the whole human being and understanding the system. Um, and understanding also how to to diagnose, which is a lot of what I have to do is work with the situation and diagnose um, what is the problem and how do I best you know, serve you or serve this situation. So actually, you know, it it, it isn't that far removed. <laughs> it's, it's, no, don't it's ask like, me for a
0: a, a nutrition <laughs> consultation. <laughs> no, but that Scorpio energy in you—it likes to do the deep dive. It wants to understand the complexity all the way through. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's wonderful. <laughs> so if you like. For those listeners out there who maybe are hearing from, you know, listening to this because they're tuning in because they want to hear what you've got to say, what have you got any sort of um, message you'd like to send about how you think this form of ancient wisdom can help listeners unlock the pathway to their leadership success?
1: Look, I, I hope that a takeaway is um, there is something I found this incredibly powerful as a tool uh, and more insightful than I'd more insight I gained more insight about myself than I have through any other forum and that's incredible that's so incredibly powerful and for me now um, that that work that was done and the work that I did to be able to with you to be able to achieve that has provided such a powerful platform for me to live my life to make decisions to think about my career and what I'm doing to think about the clients that I'm working with and you know um and what jobs I do and what I don't do like I mean I I feel like it's enabled me to attract you know my the team around me um so I actually use a lot of it in the language and I share a lot in my storytelling and when I um, when I message with my team and when I'm talking to them or even, you know, um, my fellow colleagues here, I weave everything into that and I'm completely okay and comfortable sharing that because that's my authentic self. Um, and so, um, so I know when I'm not in, when, I, when I'm not being authentic and actually now um, I just wouldn't actually be able to tolerate being in that situation for very long. Um, so I feel like it's it's enabled me to I would say to live a happier life actually it's quite a big statement <laughs> but but when you're clear about what makes you you know why you're here and your values and you know what makes you get up in the morning you can start to you know design consider your life and your options yeah um, and and the more that you remove which is not aligned to that by default loosens your, like, loosens your load, makes you just generally a happier human being. So I do feel very, very blessed that we had that time and I feel very, very blessed that I've had that um, opportunity to learn more about myself. And, And now, you know, the weight that's on my shoulders is how do I, how do I make the most of the platform that I now have? Um, to, to bring that to life, to do what I need to do and um, and to, as I said, you know, when I think of that visual of everyone that I'm, you know, who is holding me up, you know, to, to bring something different and better into the, the world for them. Amazing. So, yeah, so, mm.
0: <laughs> it's so it's, you know, there's that ability, it gives you that strong platform to be in the creating space, making things happen because so when we we're, we're operating from an authentic space where we're really leveraging all aspects of ourselves and we're not trying to um, fit into a mold that's actually somebody else's which is really draining and really tiresome and actually holds us back from being in that state so of true. flow yeah amazing and i
1: think that i think there's a lot you know the the deconstructing for me was a lot around ego and and this you know view that i had of who I was meant to be and what I was meant to do in the world and what success looked like. Um, Whereas actually to pull that apart and go back to purpose uh, and a lot of that, the, you know, the work that we did around using astrology, uh, you know, that now is, that's my roadmap. There is my roadmap. (laughs) So, So yeah, so it works really, it's worked well
0: for the way, you know, for my strengths. Beautiful. And in terms of the work that you're doing now, what can listeners look out for next from Donna Worthington and either the work at Minter Allison Consulting or, or, or some of your work um, in the not-for-profit sector?
1: Look, we, we continue to um, we continue to build and grow the practice. So um, I lead the practice now and it's a really exciting time in terms of, you know, when you talk about creativity, you know, redefining how you know, the legal industry operates and the services we provide. So I'll continue doing this work. um, And and there's a lot of change that's going on in organizations in different industries. Uh, We just started doing some work around the Aged Aged Care Royal Commission report, which has just landed and and which is, Mm -hmm. you know, fundamentally, you know, challenging us as a society Mm -hmm. as to how we look after um, our elderly and how we view that. So to me, those kind of calls to action are really powerful and they mm-hmm. connect to purpose. But then my role is really how do I support, you know, those clients going through this huge, of what they're about to go through is this huge transformation um, and provide support during that. So that's that's definitely one piece. Um, the other piece, which, you know, a huge passion for me is the not-for-profit work. Um, People Stories in particular, we're doing, a great amount of work in terms of developing um, or get, getting funding for scholarships, education scholarships uh, for schools in Cambodia. So that's really powerful. Um, and Australian Theatre for Young People is doing some really exciting stuff. We're, we're, we're about to kind of transition back onto their pier um, in down in Sydney. So that's a that's a really exciting, another, another transformation actually for that, for that um, organization in terms of you know, establishing it, establishing itself in a new home and then Mm. what that brings with it so so there's a lot of really exciting um there's a lot of exciting opportunities that are going on so i do i definitely don't feel like um i'm going to be without without opportunity
0: (laughs) (laughs) so if listeners would like to connect in with you what's the best way to do that Donna? so um
1: check out linkedin It's probably connect with me on LinkedIn. That'd be really great. Um, Or have a look at the Mentor Ellison website and they can see my details there. So I'd love to connect with people um, or if they have any questions about um, my journey, I'm absolutely happy to share that as well.
0: Wonderful. That's the gorgeous um, mentor within you that can't help but be, (laughs) be available to inspire others. Donna, as always, such a treat to talk to you. I'm so inspired by the work that you do, by the approach that you bring to your leadership, the what the team that you have created, what you're doing in the business that you're doing now. Thank you so much for your time today for sharing. And can and, and I wish you continued and ongoing success and, and living and working in in from your heart and, and with purpose. Thank you
1: Thank so you. much. Thank you so much, Josephine. And and um, as I mentioned before, you've played a really pivotal role um, for me and um, I can't you know like it it, ha- it has actually been quite life-changing I have to say that the program that I did with you um, and it was the the right time it was a lot of hard work but um, I've never I've never looked back actually so thank you Aww. for all that you do.
0: Oh <laughs> thank you all right well you have an amazing day we'll talk thanks soon. Thanks so much thanks okay. see ya bye. bye. If you would like to know more about me, visit josephinecorcoran.com. I work with individuals and organisations supporting and creating sustainable change in careers and workplaces. While you're there, check out my astrology for business membership and my coaching programs. You can follow me on Facebook, just go to at Josephine Corcoran Holistic Career Coach and like the page, and also my Instagram account at josephine.corcoran love to connect with you there. Thanks for listening and I look forward to you joining me for more leadership wisdom here on Astrology for Leaders.